Have you ever considered what is available to create more magic in your world? If you allowed the mysticism to come through you, imagine the vastness of opportunity you could access. Get ready to listen, share, and experience the mystery of you. Now, here are the hosts of The Mystic Margarita Show, Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. Hello, everyone. Thank you for listening in. I'm Marge Bowen. I'm with Margaret Miller of The Mystic Margaritas. Good morning, Margaret. Good morning, Marge. <laughs> well, I'm pretty excited to talk about this topic today. And, um, you know, there's a lot of, we've observed a lot of provocation in the world. Uh, and so I just like to ask the question of anyone listening right now, what, what are those things that provoke you? And I think that we can all name many things probably that provoke us, but we're going to talk about what happens when we're provoked and what it really presents for us in terms of an opportunity to shift into something very different, which hopefully is this freedom, this liberation. Yeah. So I, the, I'd like, just like to say um, this is the 39th Gene Key that we're talking about. Um, we take our topics each week from the, um, the Gene Key of the week. If you're not familiar with the Gene Keys, um, highly recommend um, checking it out. It's, it's a very powerful um, uh, tool for personal realization and so forth. Anyway, so this 39th gene key is the shadow of provocation, the gift of um, dynamism. I love that word. Yeah. And the city of liberation. And so, so we're just playing with these words and have contemplated them and are now ready to see what happens <laughs> when we go to talk about them all this right right well and you know i the gene keys are really wonderful so for anyone listening that um if you're a truth seeker and you know margaret and i both are and recognize that in each other and have had many conversations before this broadcast and podcasts about that which is what kind of what led to doing this together but um if you love contemplating and and finding your own truth in this journey of life, then this is really, the jinkies are really a wonderful way of doing that. And today, Margaret, I, you know, this idea that I'd like to talk about blocks, you know, blockages and what that means, because, you know, we all are get blocked in our relationships or at work or in our bodies and even in our energy fields. And I want everybody to just kind of expand their idea of blockages to mean more than, you know, I'm blocked in this relationship or I'm blocked at work, right? And we are energetic beings and everything within us is about motion and movement and frequency and vibration. And so um, when we have blocks anywhere in our life, there are blocks going on within us and, and outside of us. So uh, in particular, the meridian system where chi, our life force, flows through each meridian in a 24-hour clock. And um, we can have many blocks in the meridians and also in the chakra system and also in the energies around our whole body in the shape of an egg. I refer to that system as our light body system. Mm -hmm. So these blocks, but you know, we really can be so blocked mentally and emotionally, 
right? And that's the challenge. And if we, if we, if we allow those blocks to exist over a long period of time and don't pay attention to them, we can really become provoked. I was wondering how you were going to get to the provocation from the block. And I love that because that is exactly right. If we are, like you said, if, if we have a certain um, energy uh, where we keep, where we keep, or a thought pattern where we keep thinking the negative thought and we keep uh, reinforcing that it will establish our, itself somewhere in our energy system, somewhere in our body. And, and then, then lo and behold, somebody can pick up the remote control, push that button and off we go. That's right. <laughs> That's right. In the I Ching. So the Jing keys are also based on the I Ching, which is the book of change. And it's, it's a very ancient wisdom. Um, and this is called, this 39th Jing key is called meeting obstructions. And it talks about that there are many warnings that we have about these blocks. And if we aren't using our common sense, and I want everyone to realize that that our common sense, of course, is the use of all of our senses and also includes our intuitive sense, which is more than we think it is. And everyone has access to that. Everyone has that ability. And it's, it's paying attention to not only the information coming through our visual field and, and through sounds and through touch and you know through taste and things like that, but also the unheard and the unseen world. And um, if we don't pay attention to those are the warning systems that we have available to us. And if we don't pay attention to that, then it can grow bigger and bigger and bigger and become this pr pr provocation can result in a great fear or a great anger, which is being provoked. Mm -hmm. And then we can create a fate. So if we don't pay attention to this, it can disturb our relationship or our job or something in our life big enough that it changes things in a really big way for us. And that's what it means to change our fate. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's, and that's how, I mean, that's how that provocation always leads to violence of some kind. And I wanna, I'm using that word and I, I, I thought about it as I was making the, the show title uh, I, I thought about it and I, I didn't, I, for some reason, it was like, oh, it was kind of scary for me to put that in there, uh, you know, because I don't like violence and, and this and that and the other thing. But, but we are, anytime that we are provoked by fear or anger uh, and we react to that, we react with violence and it may only be violence in our thoughts or violence in our in the in the tone of our voice, uh, but it's still it's still a violent frequency. Like when we, if somebody, if even if we don't react, but we think, "Oh, you jerk," or whatever it is, you know, with that energy behind it, that energy is going out because, like you said, we are frequential beings we are and there's no way of getting around it and that energy goes out into the field and um, accumulates with all of the other violent thoughts the other all of the other angry or fearful energies that are out there and contributes to that larger field that 
we're as a has a humanity we are or at least as a culture we're we're highly addicted to it's really true and anyone who uh has anyone who watches the news or is around someone with with an aggressive anger and when you talk about the energy of violence that's what i think about i think about this aggressive energy and the the aggression isn't just a physical aggression it can be an energetic aggression right an emotional aggression and um anyone who watches it's like when they when the capital of our country was attacked you know anyone watching that there was there was there was a violent reaction to what was going on Mm -hmm. Right. There was an aggressive energy that came through the airwaves of the television as people were witnessing that. And so when we ask ourselves, well, that so what did that do to me? Right. What did what did that create in me? And for some people, I'm sure it created it provoked anger for other people. I'm sure it provoked some fear. Like, what's the future of our country or, you know, um, it gets quite complex, doesn't it? But either way, it's leading us to our own, maybe mistaken ideas and beliefs that are all wrapped up in our reaction or even in an action. Right, right. It, yeah, exactly. And, and you know, it's, th this is, this is why like the, the idea of being able to be the stewards of our energy, like coming back to the energy systems and the energy bodies, you know, if if we can't be have some kind of choice in that, if we really feel like it's not our choice, if we are at the fate, like you said, at the whim of whoever approaches us, you know, if, if we're going to be provoked by anything that doesn't, um, you know, fit our pictures, then we will we're caught in like a pain cycle. That's what I keep thinking about is like a pain cycle where where you um, you somebody says something, you react angrily. They get provoked, you know. They get provoked. They get their buttons pushed and back and forth, and there you are until until it runs itself out, and then you're just sitting there with that same um, angry pain button waiting for the next uh you know person to come along and push your buttons yes and as we all know that sometimes the that's never resolved sadly in re, in relationships sometimes that goes on for a lifetime mm -hmm. and it's never resolved mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. so um i i you know as i was reading about this gene key there were i loved the idea that there are two kinds of block blockages one is a self-imposed and that's internal right so that's all my that's all my beliefs um, my thoughts that generate an emotional response and cause me to react in a in a certain way that creates uh upset and drama okay that's that's the internal self-imposed and then the other one is an external and that's more like kar karmic events so that might be anything outside of our control like like the attack on the capitol Right. And um, that would be more like a karmic event. And now, although it's not a super direct for each of us, in, but it's more of an indirect for most of us. But still, um, we can sit back and kind of ask, well, what is the what is the higher purpose of this? So we have to start shifting from 
the mental and emotional to more of the spiritual looking for, well, what is this teaching me? What is, what is my part in this? Where do I stand in this? And what, what does that teach me about how this manifests in the rest of my life? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and we can't really react. I mean, we can't respond any differently if, if, if we're going to, if we find ourselves in the fear vibration and we don't recognize it as a lower frequency, if we're used to just keeping, you know, just staying in that, if we haven't done the work to bring ourselves up into higher frequencies um, and we have an attitude that, that we are, you know, a, a victim attitude where, where we, we are, responding or reacting to everything that comes out at us as if we don't have any responsibility for our own uh, state of being you know and 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 this you know i think is this is most of us at some point in our lives right (laughs) we do we think that things are happening to us instead of that we are responsible for our own energy and and so forth but you know as soon as we as soon as we do start to recognize oh my goodness i am i'm feeling this fear i don't want to feel that i understand it but i'm going to take a deep breath instead come down into my body and and see if i can raise my frequency a little bit then then we we start to find ways to bring ourselves out of that cycle and and so it's not like this i mean it seems like an uh, a really um uh insurmountable odds at this point (laughs) you know if we look just if we look at society as a whole right there's a lot of there's a lot of fear and a lot of anger out there but as we do our own work we we change that in our own being and then can can help other people to do that too and that is a that's a beautiful message right there that we can affect the greater whole by doing our own work yeah, absolutely. So let's um, take a pause here. And um, you're listening to Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller on Inspired Choices Network. We're Mystic Margaritas, and we'll be right back. Have you ever wondered what mysticism truly is? Dancing with the mystic within you creates great opportunities that lead to magical changes. This magic is how our energy fields and intuition support us in relationships, work, finances, and, well, just having fun. Mystic Margaritas is created from both of our names being Margaret, which means pearl. Our combined experience and knowledge have created pearls we would love to share with you as you navigate your life. Margaritas, in this context, represents the sweet and salty of life. Listen for The Mystic Margarita Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. 
eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Mystic Margarita Show with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to mysticmargaritas at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. We're so glad you're listening. So, Margaret, you know, let's talk about forced blockages. I like I like this topic because if we're provoked and we don't, you know, before we learn to breathe through it and find a better place within ourselves so we can respond appropriately, um, if we don't pay attention to the blocks within ourselves using our common sense, um, then it builds and builds and builds. And it can actually result in addictive behaviors like exercise, um, drugs, food, um, any kind of a, addictive behavior. And so, you know, because these blocks are mistakes we make, and they're also mistaken ideas and beliefs. Mm-hmm. So I really think the, the 39 gene key is really the truth seeker. That's how I see it. It's the truth seeker. And if we don't open ourselves up to some of those truths, then we remain in the darkness and just swirl in the, in the drama in our life. And I love that the programming partner of this gene key is, um, I don't remember the number, but it's perseverance. Because to, to open up to one's truth takes great perseverance mm-hmm. and great courage. It's so easy, isn't it, to, I mean, I, I, mean I, I just did this the other day. It's so easy to want to lash out. When we're provoked, it's easy to want to provoke others. And mm-hmm. I, you know, I had that, that energy, that violent energy that you were talking about. I had that for a glimpse because of a disappointment recently. And I just stopped myself and thought, you know, just kind of breathed. I moved into breath and, you know, I, I, I can move away from emotion really easily. And so I had to stop myself and say, what am I feeling? And then I thought, wow, where does that response come from in me? You know, and I thought, well, I think part of it is I was provoked by two brothers, especially an older brother who used to provoke us. He was so, he'd just torture us. (laughs) And my response as a child was to fight back, right? In whatever way I could to, to, to get even. (laughs) Right. And so that is what happens though. We go back to these automatic childhood responses that we don't quite see yet, or we don't quite understand or have integrated yet into our adult responses. So that's the truth seeking part. Oh gosh, what everything that you just said just like set off this whole this whole realization in me of, you know, being the youngest of of six children <laughs> and and right. like, you know, I mean sometimes I was like a a, a trapped animal. <laughs> you know, I had to like, you know, everybody telling you what to do right yeah yeah and just i mean you know so yeah provocation uh, from siblings uh is definitely there (laughs) and and that you know it's it's really good to be able to laugh at this and to be able to recognize that you know we we come by it honestly 
we do. I mean, you know, it's we we were we were taught it. It's it's deeply ingrained in our you know our warrior nature, and and you know like the warrior archetype is a very powerful archetype, and it's a very important archetype. I don't know if you've noticed, it's a very important <laughs> archetype in the world today, and mm-hmm. and at its shadow frequency like this, it's it's. Um, you know, it is that provocation and it is that anger and it is that violence. But but as you know, as we recognize that we, <clears throat> that our that we're being provoked by buttons that occurred that that were set into place, those blockages may have been set into place when we were four years old <laughs> or or six years old or something. And and that's where we're responding from. Then, then it's like, oh my goodness, we have to take care of that little child. <laughs> you do, and it can actually go beyond uh, four years old. It can go into the womb of the mother right. and yes. into our DNA, of course, because um, when we're in the womb of our mother, we're sharing blood. We share everything: our genes, the blood, everything. And so, these are these are these we come do come by it honestly and we learn so much through again through our sensory system that's all stored in our subconscious brain and you know and that we learn from so yes with this is very powerful for us which is why it requires such great courage and perseverance to move into a, a place of awareness so we can learn what our triggers are, why they're there, what to do about it, so that we can create the kind of relationships and work and life and you know beingness in the world that we want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and so th- this is like um, oh, I, I'm thinking of I think it's Ram Dass uh, had a, a saying that that was uh, if you want to check your level of enlightenment, uh, yeah. go spend a week with your family of origin <laughs> yes right <laughs> right i don't that wasn't an exact quote i'm sorry but but it's you know isn't it true <laughs> you'll see you'll see it in action it's the stage right so i'd like to share something because i think this is really interesting and it's from a book called the I Ching, the oracle of the cosmic way written by two Jungian psychologists carol anthony and hannah moog um and in it, in, in the 39th I Ching, which is the jinky we're talking about, um, they talk about evil. And I wanna, I, I wanna read this because I thought it was a very interesting point because we're talking about provocation, we're talking about violence, and we're talking about our perception of evil and what that is too, that's a part of that really. So what, what they say is that evil is a false consciousness built on the human delusions that have created the parallel reality. In other words, evil owes its existence and power to each individual who maintained those delusions in his consciousness. It can only be fought within the psyche of the individual who harbors the mistaken ideas. Wow. That's pretty powerful to consider that that's what evil is. Yeah. And if we look at Hitler and the evil of what happened in our history of the world, <clears throat> we can understand it from that perspective, can't we? Right, right. And you know what? For some reason, that that um, reminded me of the 
the four agreements, uh, Don Miguel Ruiz, and, and how powerful those uh, four statements are. If we, if we were to follow those, then we could get ourselves out of those, uh, uh, that uh, delusion, right? Because it, it, is, it is a delusion. It is. Yeah, and so, so. Because as I was reading, you know, contemplating this today, I thought of the same thing, the four agreements you know, not taking it personally and went through that process myself with this disappointment. Don't take it personally. Don't move into judgment, you know? <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. So let's just, let me list them real quick here. So Great. don't Thank take you. anything personally, be impeccable with your word. Don't make any assumptions, always do your best. Right. And so, so it's like, it, it gives us, and especially that don't take anything personally because it's, that's talking about button pushing and that and that's what this what provocation is at its most simple level it's like it's you know if somebody pushes your button then are you going to are you going to give them that control are you going to let them have that remote control <laughs> so you know it, this is something that i i really found so valuable the four agreements especially i found so valuable as i was getting prepared to uh, be a long-term caretaker for my mom and my mom had my remote control she could push my buttons like nobody's business and and i really wanted to to resolve that i really wanted to not you know have that be because it it wouldn't be a good thing right if i was the, the caretaker, and if she was pushing my buttons, then there would be this possibility of this constant verbal violence or, or you know, just discord in yes. our in our uh, relationship, and and so I I made uh, I became the the spiritual warrior. Mm -hmm. in myself and i and i and i really had just heard somebody say something about the wrong dos quote go spend a week with your family at origin and i'm like okay so how about four years or seven years or whatever you know and mm -hmm. and how am i going to how am i going to respond and that do don't take anything personally was key to that for me it yes. was key Yes, I'm sure. I'm sure that it because it, it it's amazing, isn't it? How quickly we do move into taking something personal. And then, you know, I was as you were reading all those and the, the having integrity with your word, that one really, you know, highlighted for me because, you know, it isn't just it isn't just what I say to people. It's my word is what I believe right? So my, if I believe that I am responsible for self and it's all up to me and I can't expect anyone else to change, but me, that is my word. <laughs> and having integrity with that is also a part of that. I feel because it's so easy to lash out and want others to change. And it, that is so easy to move into that energy, you know, Oh, if they didn't do this, then this wouldn't have been, you know, this is all because that, you know, and that's selfish and blah, 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 all the judgment, right. All that. And, you know, if, if my word for my, within myself is, you know, it's, it's not anybody else. It's me. You know, I, I have to take responsibility for me. Then I don't get to let myself off the hook with that kind of thinking. 
And, and that's hard, right? Sometimes it's just easier to let it be them, <laughs> let it be that situation or that person or what they said or whatever. It's much, much harder to, to say, well, you know, how do I rein this back in and take responsibility for my reaction to it or my belief that it conjured up um, or my feelings that exist because of this? Right. Right. And it is, and it comes back to that same idea about the block. You know, you are, you know, when we do, when we respond that way, when we react that way, we are responding from that block. And until, you know, until we're able to look at that, you know, that, that, I I called it knee jerk response last week, right? We were talking, when we were talking and, you know, if we, if we can, stop that knee-jerk response, wait just a minute and go, oh, look, there it is. There's my block. You know, I just, I got my buttons pushed, so there must be a block here. Yes. And it's, and, and <clears throat> then we're taking that responsibility for ourselves, excuse me. <clears throat> yes. And, and so that to me, I'm getting all excited now because, because I'm, I am excited about, uh, that impeccable, be impeccable with your word also, because there's, there's several ideas in here that I want to talk about when we come back from break, if that's okay. Love it. Okay. So you're listening to Mystic Margaritas. We're Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back. Have you ever wondered what mysticism truly is? Dancing with the mystic within you creates great opportunities that lead to magical changes. This magic is how our energy fields and intuition support us in relationships, work, finances, and, well, just having fun. Mystic Margaritas is created from both of our names being Margaret, which means pearl. Our combined experience and knowledge have created pearls we would love to share with you as you navigate your life. Margaritas, in this context, represents the sweet and salty of life. Listen for the Mystic Margarita Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows, along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is the Mystic Margarita Show with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to MysticMargaritas at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. All right. So glad you're joining us on this beautiful day, night, wherever you are in the world. So Margaret, we were just left uh, before break talking about the uh, one of the four agreements, being impeccable with your word. 
And you had more you wanted to say about that. So I'll turn it over to you for a second. Awesome. So, yeah. So, you know, it is about, it is about our word being our, like what we're, what we agree to, what we uh, promise, what we, uh, what we say, but it's also about how we say it. And it's also about the, the frequency that's being emitted through our, our vocal cords when we say it. <laughs> and, and, you know, like being impeccable with our word also includes not speaking, like being committing to not speaking about other people when they're not around about not speaking about ourselves in our own internal dialogue. This is really tough, right? Uh, not speaking badly about ourselves and, and really recognizing the power of the word, right? Because this is, this is so, it's so crucial. We can say the most uh, flowery and beautiful things, but if we say it with an edge or a poke or a jab or a, a knife behind it, that is what is received always. That's right. And, you know, thank you for bringing up sound because it, it's amazing that the tone of voice and in even other sounds and, you know, working with people as I do on brain integration, um, when I balance the auditory system, you know, it requires putting in many, many ranges of tone to see where the stress is for someone. And, you know, if, if I had, for example, a high pitched mother's voice, tone, tone of voice, yelling at me in my childhood, then that's going to be a stressful tone, you know, and that can be true of any, any sound. And so um, it, it, this, again, we're back to that sensory system. And, but I love that you brought in, you know, it's not just hearing other people's tone, but it's hearing our own tone that is out of, out of um, integrity with who we are. And um, also it can include telling other people what to do. My husband always said I should have been a, a major in the army because I would have been really good at it. <laughs> marking, out, marking out instructions and things to do. And, and you know, when we tell people, and, and actually in this I Ching uh, book, she talks about this with the 39th I Ching about telling others what to do and what that can create. And basically what it can create is it robs people. She says, they say, they say encroaching uh, in the case of an adult encroaching is a trespass against the other's integrity. So telling someone else what to do uh, is a trespass against the other's integrity and undermines his feeling of self-worth. The person who presses in this way believes he knows what is right for the other, but what he knows is only what is conventionally correct. He also believes he can change people through reasoning with them, while in actuality, his doubt that they can find their own way puts, puts a spell, it's called, it just sets it up on them and blocks, the, and blocks them from uh, being open to receiving help in other ways, basically. Isn't that interesting to look at it that yeah. way? Yes, it is. Okay, so how how are we going to get ourselves out of this provocation and into uh, creativity, into dynamism? Where do we go from here? Well, we already talked about breath. 
And then that's the beginning point, right? Um, I like, I always love the idea of, because, because it's so hard when we're so vulnerable, and that's really what it is. When we get our buttons pushed and those buttons are based on childhood responses, there's a vulnerability that's attached to that. And so in the moment that that's happening, we, could, we do feel quite vulnerable and it's hard to move out of that. So moving into a place of observation, I feel, is really helpful. If I can, if I can just be the observer of the situation in the moment and just listen, it's data in, data out. So observe what's happening both outside of myself and within myself in somewhat of a detached way while paying attention. It's data in and then data out. Oh, I love that, Marge. You know what just happened in my being was this awareness that that as I, you know, if I if and when I become present in my own body, and and this is, you know, one of the main things that I teach people <laughs> anymore is is to bring your energy attention and awareness down out of your heart or down out of your head and into your heart into your body into your core into your center and from there you have the, you have the ability to have that awareness and that's where that witness uh, mm-hmm. is uh-huh. developed Yes. Right. It can't happen if you're up up here in your head and trying to figure it out. That witness cannot be engaged. But when you're fully embodied, then there is this there is this witness, this observer that steps back and is able to say, here's that. Like you just said, that data in. Oh, look. And it's pushing my button. Oh, look. And, and this is what literally happened to me as I practiced this with my mom and, you know, I made that commitment and I, and I stuck with it and I practiced it and I ended up, you know, in those years developing an entirely different relationship with my mom because I was able to do that. I was able to become the witness of it and go, Oh, look, you know, I, there's, there I am responding as if I was 13, you know, or getting ready getting ready my body's responding as if i'm 13 right and so but i'm not going to do that i'm going to do something different and i would i would choose my words and my tone of voice and it was because that witness was activated so sorry i've got that, no no that's a beautiful explanation and that is such a great skill and rarely you know until we learn because that is a great skill we have to learn to be able to do that and so in the meantime you know, we're going to respond perhaps in a way that we don't want to really respond in the moment. And I just want to, you know, send out a lovely energy to everybody to be very compassionate with self because it's okay. That is part of the learning. What's more important than how you responded in the moment is what you do with that when you when you go away from it. And that is to allow yourself the time and space to be the witness. So, you, you know, until you can do it in the moment, which is challenging for all of us, is we're, we constantly are learning that with our greatest buttons that are pushed, of course. Um, go away, provide some space for yourself to do that kind of observation, because in that moment, it's a brilliant, we are incredible beings in that moment that we are opening up from the place through the filter of the heart, as you were saying, Margaret, it's amazing what we observe. Every sensory bit of information, we can 
we can actually perceive that in the moment. Every um, thought that we think, every emotion that we're having, every little thing, every little um, subtlety that we're seeing through body language or remembering if we're not doing it in the moment through body language, the tone that we're hearing, you know, the constriction I might feel here or the, the pit, you know, the feeling in the pit of my stomach or whatever it is. That is very powerful information. And that is, that is the observer. And that is 95% of the struggle is just being open up, opening up to self in that way. And from there, we can honor what comes after that. Right. And, and from, from there, also what happens is that we have moved into this more playful, dynamic, creative space you know and and that's it i actually made a game out of it and that's how i made it i was i like this is going to be a game for me i'm going to it's it's going to be i'm going to take the remote from my mom and i'm going to hide it where she can never find it or i'm going to just like dismantle it i'm going to dismantle it so that so that she can't ever get it again and i and so i i made it humorous and i made it um i made it this uh quest right and and so so when we recognize when we have raised the frequency enough that we can recognize that we're getting our buttons pushed and that we have a choice you know or even before then like you said like if we're still in the process of it and it's like dang i just got my buttons pushed really really powerfully and i just re reacted and we do that we do that reflection on it we can in that moment we can imagine ourselves responding differently and if we do that if we utilize that creative energy to imagine ourselves doing something differently we will will we will anchor that into our awareness and into our beings and and lo and behold soon enough we'll be able to respond that way that's right and that changes the whole dynamic and if we don't do that if we ignore it right? If we ignore it, then this charge, I want everybody to think about emotion as an electromagnetic response in the body, which it is. It's a biochemical response in the body. So it's this charge, it's this energy. And everybody knows what I'm talking about because we've all felt that energy that gets suppressed. And, but it continues, that charge continues to build. And it's an electromagnetic biochemical charge that builds and starts affecting other things. This is why this provocation is linked to, of course, the meridian system, because that's when blockages happen in the meridian system and other energy fields. And so it's all about, we always want flow. We don't want constriction and blockage. We want flow. We want movement of the energy so that it can get to the cells and the organs and the glands and, you know, everything can heal. And so if this charge, if we don't pay attention and we don't give room for le this learning and this changing and growing, then the charge builds. And over a long period of time, we can become very sick because of that. Mm -hmm. Well, that's why. Okay. So that means that this dynamism, if, if we don't, if we haven't come to that higher frequency, we haven't, you know, looked at it and we haven't, you know, come to some sort of a, uh, an agreement with ourselves to, to do things differently. Uh, then that dynamism, we can't reach that dynamism. All we reach is dynamite. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> That's <right. laughs> you know, <laughs> That's 
And, you know, and that's what keeps us that that cycle keeps us from the liberation. You know, which is where we're going next, of course, is to talk about, you know, what are we liberating ourselves from? What is what is true freedom? You know, it's freedom is not being being victimized, certainly by a circumstance outside of myself. Right. It's the opposite of that. We'll talk about that after break, but um, I just wanted to tie that in. Oh, I like it. I I like it a lot. And I and I also want to talk, you know, as we talk about more about this, this dynamism, I I like that it's linked in the gene keys. And I don't I haven't read the I Ching, but I think it's it may be tied in there as well is the idea of play playfulness like that dynamism is that motion, like being in motion, not being stuck, being able to utilize that energy, the energy of provocation towards uh, something creative instead of an explosion. So you're listening to Margaret Miller and Marge Bowen on Inspired Choices Network. We're Mystic Margaritas. Have you ever wondered what mysticism truly is? Dancing with the mystic within you creates great opportunities that lead to magical changes. This magic is how our energy fields and intuition support us in relationships, work, finances, and well, just having fun. Mystic Margaritas is created from both of our names being Margaret, which means pearl. Our combined experience and knowledge have created pearls we would love to share with you as you navigate your life. Margaritas in this context represents the sweet and salty of life. Listen for the Mystic Margarita Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is the Mystic Margarita Show with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to mysticmargaritas at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Thanks for joining us today. You're back with Mystic Margaritas. I'm Marge Bowen here with Margaret Miller. Margaret, I drew a card for today, and it's out of my deck called The Gateway to the Divine Tarot. And it was actually the Five of Wands. And I'm going to hold up the card because it's interesting. I love that it 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 actually doesn't look like a tree, but it's based on it is actually a tree. And so wood is a piece of this. And I, I kind of love that because the wood element from the Chinese uh, five element model is in, includes liver and gallbladder. It's all about frustration, resentment, bitterness, anger, but it's also the element of transformation. You know, it helps transform the fear and controlling energy uh, from the water element and, and transforms it and moves it into the, the fire element where, where our heart is and our, our enthusiasm, our joy, all of that. And, but the, the five of wands is really about, um, it's about ambition, activity, dangerous games, desire, power struggles, um, it can be about cruelty, violence. You, can, you hear all the, the similarities. The true gift of this is passing the test, rising to the occasion. Right. 
right? And that's really what we're talking about here is how to, how we from an internal personal level rise to the occasion that's being asked of us. Right. Oh, that is beautiful. That's uh, and the five, uh, you know, the energy of the five is is freedom. It's liberation. It's about our own in ability to lead ourselves and to take that action that's required. And so, you know, and, and, and this is also, isn't it true that in a lot of times in our awakening or in our, um, you know, coming to a new level of awareness, what happened to get us there was some sort of provocation we got had to get angry enough or upset enough or disappointed enough or or whatever you know like dissatisfied enough that we do something about it and that we find the that creativity in inside of ourselves that says i'm going to find a, another way i'm going to find a different way to do this and and in that in that you know, that is taking that energy of the anger of the, you know, whatever it is, guilt, regret, resentment, whatever it is that that pushed those buttons and taking that energy and transmuting it, transforming it into something else. And that was part of what you were talking about in that card as well. It's yeah. transmuting that energy into something valuable. Thank you for bringing that up, because if you look up the meaning of provocation, it also includes things like um, like um, uh, encouragement and um, motivation. And so you're exactly right. You know, anger is a survival emotion. Anger, rage, frustration, survival emotion. It's we are all hardwired for that emotion. And why? Because it is motivating. Because it does take that kind of energy, as you were describing, to make a change, to create change. So it's a, it's a good thing. And that was our point, I think, is that, you know, this is all great stuff. And that's the playfulness you're talking about. This is all, these are all beautiful lessons, right? It's all such value to us. And so to, to look at it as such and approach it as such is, is a great place to come from rather than a heavy judging kind of place with self or with others right yes yeah, it reminds me of something that my husband doug always says you know when we're getting ready to go into ceremony or we're getting ready to go into um some sort of facilitating of groups or or even individuals it's like i'm looking for the upset <laughs> i'll always say that i'm looking for the upset because he knows you know he knows that on the other side of that upset is the gift is the gift yes and richard in his in his book um the 64 ways he said honor life our heart our past and the path of destiny and i love that because that's really true liberation right there yeah to be able yeah. to honor life honor heart our heart and the heart of others honor our past because that's the path of destiny that's beautiful yeah so, so liberation, I love that being liberated from, from the things that take us into drama or take us into pain and keep us there. That's the gift. Okay, so I'm feeling this and I'm feeling like we have there's there's more here. Uh, we have a, just a couple of minutes left. And so what, what is 
liberation, what's the difference between liberation and freedom? Well, I think of it this way. If you think of, if, if you think of shackles that are around my wrists or legs, my ankles, liberation is a releasing of the shackles. Freedom is where I can go from there. Oh, okay. That's how I, I see it. I like it. That's, that's a beautiful way to look at that. And so, and those shackles are back to what you, we said at the very beginning, those are the blocks. Yes. Those right? are the limiting beliefs, mistaken ideas, mistakes we've made that we regret or feel guilty about. I mean, it can be any of that. Yeah. And so, and so that reminds me then of the, um, another one of the four agreements, which is don't make assumptions. And mm -hmm. it says, um, this is from the, um, obviously from the four agreements book, uh, find the courage to ask questions and to express, express what you really want. Communicate with others as clearly as you can to avoid misunderstandings, sadness and drama. With just this one agreement, you can completely transform your life, right? Because if you're willing to, if you're willing to ask the questions, if you're willing to, um, to uh, undo your own shackles, right? To like yes. not uh, not assume. Open up the shackles because that's what it requires is is to open up our thinking about right. that. Yeah, that's beautiful because uh, assumption, I mean, that's making an ass of you and me, right? And um, and it's a cognitive error. It's an error in our thinking. Moving into assumption is an error in our thinking. And it's not hard to stop that habit. It's really just awareness. And once we do that, because you can always check it out with someone in communication, you can always say, oh, you know what, when you said this, I, I was thinking it meant this. Is that how it meant for you? And in doing that, we're not, if we don't do that, it's almost that energy of telling someone else what to do. Right. 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 And, and the power of that question, the power of question. Yeah. yeah, I want to, yeah, let's leave it with that. You know, this is being right. able to ask the question and not make any assumptions. Is and, that what you meant? The, great. And feel the openness of the question. Feel the yeah. openness of the energy with that. Good. Yeah, I like it. Me too. Thank you, Marge. Thank you, Margaret. That was awesome today. That really was. Thanks for joining us, everybody. See you next week. Thank you for choosing to listen to the Mystic Margarita Show. Marge and Margaret will return next Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, drink up the magic in you.